Hello there. So I'm back with the uh, Royal Rumble review series and I've now come uh, fast forward to 2008. This one was uh, event was held in Madison Square Garden, quite a significant one as well. We'll get to that later on. Uh, it kicks off with uh, Ric Flair versus MVP, the career-threatening match. This was uh, right before Ric Flair retired, or retired from WWE at least. Uh, he ended up in TNA a few years later. But um yeah, the, the whole stipulation was the next time Ric Flair lost a match, he would have to retire. So this was actually a good, almost one last run for Ric Flair. He got to work with some other young guys and things like that at this point. So getting to work with MVP in a big angle like this was pretty good for MVP. Ric Flair wins. But I know people could say, bury the young talent. But ah, to be fair, it was a good spot for MVP to be in. He had quite a bit of momentum as well last time. So, you know, solid match, decent opener, good storyline. There it is. There you go. Uh, up next, uh, JBL versus Chris Jericho. This was actually all right. This wasn't bad, you know. Funny enough, I think uh, Jericho had came back uh, the night after Survivor Series 2007, I think. Feuded with Orton and JBL cost him the title. I think JBL was a commentator at that time, uh, at that point, and then came back for a bit. So these, these two guys that had been not in the ring for a while, but... Uh, but just recently made comebacks in. Decent enough match. Ends with disqualification from Jericho hits JBL with a chair. It's alright. Not a bad match. Uh, there seemed to be a, the build up to this, there did seem to be some like quite violent spots between the two of them. So I suppose the, the disqualification ending did kind of make sense because it was getting personal. So kind of, I really don't remember what the blow off to this was, but whatever. Yeah, it's what it is. It's fine for what it is. Up next, we've <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. And then you got Edge versus Rey Mysterio for the world title. Great match. Absolutely loved this. Yep, tied in. Vicky Guerrero was with Edge at this time. So it kind of tied in as well with the whole Rey Mysterio be, uh, being part of the family and also the, well, being a, such a good friend to Eddie Guerrero. The, the, this all tied in. They played off that and made for a good match. Match was really damn good. The finish was great as well when Rey was jumping off. He'd, He'd hit Vicky and, and accidentally with a, the uh, 619 when she was trying to protect Edge. Gets distracted, comes off the ropes, Edge spears him in midair. Great match, great finish, loved it. Up next day, Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy, or as Mike Adamley called it, Jeff Harvey. He never lived that down. <laughs> poor, the poor guy. But to be fair, and I remember they made Mike Adamley a general manager, but to be fair, he's still better than Adam Pearce, let's be real. He's got more personality and memorable than Adam Pearce, to be fair. I did hear something that, uh, that Mike Adamley had something, something with his brainway, a brainway couldn't remember things. Apparently, that came. I heard some. I think it was Vince Russo. I heard say that once, but I don't know. I'd never heard that before. But you know, he's never lived down that whole Jeff Harvey thing. But yeah, well, here you have it. Anyway, Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy for the title. Uh, a lot of people were saying, "Oh, Jeff Hardy should have won here," but no, nah, not really. I think the right guy won. The match was fine. It was okay. I've never been a Jeff Hardy fan or the Hardys in general. I just don't like them. They just aggravate me for some reason. But you know, uh, and I think the match itself is fine. The finish is great. Uh, Hardy's doing the twist of fate and Orton just spins him round, RKO beats him, there you go, that's it is what it is but, there you go that was but, uh, yeah, I think it was the right call keep the belt on Randy Orton, because to be fair I think Jeff Hardy was meant to win the Money in the Bank at Wrestlemania 24 then a month before it, he ended up violating the wellness policy and getting suspended so, that'd be funny, but you can't trust this guy 
I mean, it's terrible that he's got his demons and things, but at the end of the day, you're going into the the biggest time, your biggest business time in terms of promotion and everything like that, and you can't have a guy like that being the WWE champion and building main events around him if if he can't if he, if he's not reliable. So, so it is what it is. But there you have it. Randy Orton wins. Fair enough. To be fair, Randy Orton's had his suspensions as well at during time, so yeah, he's had his problems too. But yeah, there you have it. But yeah, there you go. Decent enough match. And it comes to the Rumble. I think this is one of the best actual Rumble matches of all time. This is outstanding. It's a nice little touch. They've got Michael Buffer doing the the uh, announcing for it. It's a great little touch. Uh, it kicks off with Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, who were the last two in the previous Rumble. I didn't review that one because the show itself is pretty bad, but the actual Rumble match is the only thing that was any good about that one, so I didn't really want to rewatch it again, to tell you the truth. But, um, yeah, Undertaker Michael's kicking off, and uh, funny enough, uh, later on, Sean eliminates The Undertaker, which is a great moment, and then right after it, Mr. Kennedy eliminates Sean, and then you've got, you've got this great image when Sean just looks up at The Undertaker's feet and things. At the time, I thought, oh, are they setting up Sean Undertaker for 24? Well, no, not yet, but we got it a year later for 25, so there you go, great stuff here. This is one that when they used to started doing the surprises as well, quite a bit, because with being in the garden, you've got Superfly Jimmy Snooker comes out, then Roddy Piper comes out after it, and they have a little stare down, the, the place just erupts. Mick Foley was a surprise entrance as well, and that, so that was cool. But you talk, you talk about surprise entrance though. John Cena, number 30, he'd been out with a pictorial injury, it was meant to be like six to nine months, but he came back when three, <laughs> incredible, this was a legit genuine shock, and it was funny, the crowd actually went crazy for him when he came out, but then as soon as he hit the ring, started his offense, they all started booing him again, <laughs> ah well, he gets mixed reactions even in with the same crowd, <laughs> some people boo and cheer him in the same night, <laughs> whatever, you know, but it comes down to Cena, Triple H, Cena wins, it's the right call. It was the right call here because, you know, it was a big surprise Cena coming back. And he never lost the title because he had to give up through injury. So, you know, it was the right call to have him won here. Uh, to be fair, I think he cashed it. One of the rare occasions where he didn't actually use his title shot at WrestleMania, he used it no way out and got hit Orton got disqualified. And then they had the triple fetch, triple threat with him, Orton and Triple H at WrestleMania. So good stuff so overall yeah really good rumble the the rumble match itself is definitely one of the best ones i'd say a top five rumble match of all time definitely some of the stuff on the undercards all week there's nothing bad on this show some of the matches are fine all pretty solid edge of Rey mysterio is great so you know overall definitely worth watching really good show so thanks very much there i'm going to be reviewing the royal rumble 2009 later on so thanks ever so much again for listening and goodbye